Jackson keeps it again, trying to stretch to the edge. What a hurl by Jackson! Highlight reel touchdown! Lamar Jackson does it again! Now, five seconds left. Siva to carry. Hello and welcome to the 2017-2018 Louisville Football Preview. I'm your host, Robbie Meredith, and today we're going to be going over the University of Louisville. Run through the schedule, we're going to check them all out, and you're going to get my professional opinion here first on the Louisville Legends Podcast. Now, I will give you a light and I mean very, very, very light, because I don't have time to go through every single one of these teams in depth. But before each game, yes, starting with Purdue, I will go and check out players, more than one, that I am going to highlight. So for this very light light, light season preview, I'm going to give you one highlight player, I'm going to give you one reason to watch, And I'm going to give you my prediction. And that's all I'm going to give you. But this is going through each team. Breaking them down. Checking them out. Seeing what's going on. How it's going to go this season. So first off we have Purdue. Purdue is a very, very interesting team. Because no matter what, you can't ever count out the Brahms. Now, they have a quarterback coach. And a I think you might know this name. Not sure. Does Brian Brom sound familiar? Oh, yeah. That Brian Brom. The one... The one who restored Louisville football back to respectability and dominance. You know, honestly, I look at this team, and I'm thinking, hmm. You know, Purdue's great. Purdue is really, really great. And then I'm like, who am I kidding myself, man? Look, I'm just saying they're great because they got a decent quarterback. They have a pair of Brahms coaching them. And let me guess, oh yeah, a weak defense compared to our dominant offense. Let me put it like this. Anybody who wants to come up and try to play against Louisville is going to have to do two things. They're going to have to have a great, and I mean some great, linebackers that are able to know when to rush Lamar. Okay, And then they're going to have 
to have a phenomenal defensive coordinator to know how to control their cornerbacks and linemen from jumping off sides and knowing how to cover our wideouts. It's going to be crazy. This whole season, to be honest, I can't even do a breakdown of Louisville football right now because the running back position is amazing me about what's going on there I don't I don't even know how we're going to handle that with Jay Smith and everything else how how everything else is going to go down and you know I I really 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 want to see us handle Purdue and come out strong and have a great showing kind of like we did last year against Charlotte I believe in the 49ers And I really want to see us handle them, just handle Purdue really, really well, just dominate them like we're projected to do. And I I want to see us just go above and beyond the projections. But at the same time, we start doing that, that's when they start giving those unfair expectations of us, like the 30-win or 30-point win against this underdog, where if we don't score 30 points, uh, our ranking is all of a sudden in question, and stuff like this, and it's just, it's nonsense, honestly. And I've always supported Kirk Herbstreet, but it's because Kirk Herbstreet has Louisville's back a lot of the time. You watch him on ESPN, he's a better analyst to listen to and check out. But back to this Purdue stuff. The highlight player I have for them is their quarterback, David Blow. Um, last year, he, he had 57% of their passes completed. Um, he had 3,552 yards. Oh, excuse me, sorry. 3,352 yards and 25 touchdowns. He did have, unfortunately, 21 interceptions, which... May get better this season, but not right out of the gate. I think we're going to have some pretty good defense right out of the gate. And I really, really want to see it step up early. This is one of the reasons I want to see us be so dominant early. I want to see how our defense handles this weak competition as soon as we start. Never count out the Brahms, but my reasons to watch this game is because of Jeff Brom and Brian Brom as the quarterback coach. It'll be so fun to just see them on the sideline being like, hey, you were with us through it, and now we get to uh, dominate you and show us how good we, and show you how good we are. But I mean, it's, it's going to end up being all in fun. At the end of the day, I think our backups will get out there on the field quite a bit. We won't risk too much injury if we start blowing them out and the score gets pretty high. Um, I have this game right now at my prediction Louisville blowout win. Uh, 44 to 10. And I don't want to say that's generous because I believe in their offensive ability and coaching. But at the same time, you know, it, it is Purdue. It, it, we're not talking big time here. We're talking little brother. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I'll cheer for the Brahms the rest of the season, just not this game. Next up on the list, North Carolina. North Carolina, I have. Uh, I'm kind of held back between this one because my highlight player is MJ Stewart. He's a cornerback, the and he's the veteran leader of this North Carolina squad. Um, 
he had 25 pass breakups. Um, the past two years, and he had six career interceptions with the offense in a total rebuild. I mean, this offense is totally rebuilding, and, you know, he's going to be the highlight on this total rebuild. This, they're basically doing a 180, losing Trubisky to the... The Bears, yes, the, sorry, the Bears this season. Um, and it's going to be kind of weird for them. They're going to have, this is their second game, so they probably won't have quarterback totally figured out. Um, the But at the same time, it's, it's going to be pretty rough. They lost a lot of tools and really offensive ability. Um, a lot of players are gone. Um, it'll, it'll be pretty much a rebuilding year for North Carolina. Um, let's, let's look into the reasons to watch this game though. This team should make Louisville's offense work. I mean, because the highlight player is their veteran leader cornerback and they have some pretty good defensive tools. Um, but Louisville's defense should have its opportunity to shine. It'll be intriguing to see if the Cardinals will come out stronger than last year, or we'll take a step back with our new defensive coordinator. And my prediction for this game is Louisville 28, Tar Heels 10. I think that Louisville will come out pretty decent. I mean, I'm not too worried about Lamar struggling. I mean, Lamar's been underrated since he won the Heisman Trophy, which is weird to say, but he has. And so, with that being said, he's going to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder coming out the gate, and I think it's going to be pretty strong. And I think that is why I am so excited about this Clemson game. Oh, do you remember last year? Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. I mean, it was back and forth, back and forth. I mean, who was the better quarterback? And on top of that, you had all this stuff riding on this game. And, you know, Lamar still outperformed Deshaun in that game and showed what he had. We just collapsed at the end. Our defense didn't make a stop, and they just they kind of collapsed at the end. Hickatini had a heck of a game that game. I rewatched a lot of highlights from that one, and it just it was Hickatini every other play. I mean, just making plays. He was so good that game. But uh, let me just look in at... Uh, a little quick quarterback update for Clemson. Um, the Before I name the highlight player for this, I'm just going to say that Kelly Bryant has been named Deshaun's Watson, Deshaun Watson's successor at starting QB. But with that being said, my highlight player is Hunter Renfro. Um, because he is ma- he made two big plays versus Alabama in the national title game, um, including the last second touchdown to win that Clemson game, and they'll basically rely heavily on their veteran wide receiver, just like North Carolina is going to rely heavily on their veteran leadership on defense. I think that I mean this guy is ready for a big season. I think. Because of Williams being gone, 
as that wide receiver for Clemson last year, and I think him moving on will give this guy an opportunity to shine. And I think he's he's sort of in a role that, for me at least, Jamari Staples was in last year, where Jamari was the guy that nobody talked about as a wide receiver, but he made the plays when they counted. Right, he had those steady hands. You know, everybody talked about quick. A lot of people talked about quick. A lot of people talked about Cole and how he was this great tight end. And I agree with that one. James Quick was great too. I mean, don't get me wrong. James Quick was a great wide receiver. He did let me down at times when I thought that he could get the extra yard, this and that, and he'd stumble over just nothing. But at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, James Quick was pretty good. But this guy. He's he's going to be pretty quality. I mean, with I mean with 495 yards, six touchdowns, and he only started nine games. It's not a bad fringe three wide receiver. But now he's the top dog. He's got to get it done, and it'll be interesting to see if he can, especially against us. And this is another game where our defense is so in question right now because of the the mystery of the defensive coordinator and what's going to go on and how is this going to end up. It's just so, I don't, I don't want to say like exciting, but at the same time, you know, you don't know who's going to win, what's the win, you know, you never know how the defense is going to perform. And I just want to see consistency out of this defensive coordinator. Bobby is so offense that the defensive coordinator has to take control and own that defense. Jair Alexander, big time this year. Gotta be big time. And it'll be interesting to see how he plays, especially right out of the starting gate against Clemson. I mean, and my reason to watch is, I mean, do I really need to go into detail of last year's matchup? Which I did already a little bit. But, I mean, this was one of the greatest games in college football not just last year, but probably in the last 10 years with the quarterback matchup we had. With, but with this Sean Watson gone, I mean, I, I pretty much think that this is a really, really good chance for Louisville at redemption. I think it's time for us to beat Clemson. I'm, I'm tired of this, like, Dabo Sweeney, this is why we're here. We're meant to do this. We're meant to do everything, you know, blah, 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 blah. I got tired of that. I was sick and tired when I heard that we are Clemson. This is what we do. And when they beat us, I was furious when I heard that. Because Lamar Jackson had the better game. He played so good that game. It was ridiculous. We, oh, and that freaking bowl wear. Oh. That's the only thing that worries me about this year, and I honestly don't know if Bulware was a senior last year or if he's going to play this year. I don't know what's going on, but I hope he does not get a chance to tackle Lamar because he is dirty. Dirty. you got to watch him. Now, I am just going to say, watch this game, please. If you don't watch any game this year, please watch this game. This should be a college game day game if Clemson's okay even. I mean, just please watch it. It's just please watch it. It it should be great. My prediction is Louisville wins by a touchdown, forty-five to thirty-eight. 
I, I really think that Louisville will win this game. Big reason is because Deshaun's gone. Um, and that's a, that is my big time reason for this this touchdown win, this single touchdown win. I think it's just going to be because he's gone, and they've figuring out their leadership and who's it coming from, and they've lost that leadership at the wide receiver position as well, and have this kid who's essentially a fringe three wide receiver come into the top dog role, and. When you look at stuff like this, I mean, it's just, it's blatantly screams like, okay, head coach, time for you to appoint some captains, some leaders, some stuff like that. And they may still be figuring that out by week three. You don't know. So I I do think Louisville win this game, whether it's by a touchdown or more, or maybe just a field goal. I think Louisville will win this game. Now, don't get me wrong. Clemson has quality athletes, quality players every year, and somebody is going to step up for this team. It's going to be big time. And when I say that, I really mean that because no matter my personal opinion on Clemson, which I'm not a big fan, I'm still saying they're a good team. So, yeah, I, I think a touchdown win is where I'm at right now. And just... I'm just going to move on from that because, I mean, that's about all I can say about Clemson. Um, I'm going to highlight this Kent State game now. Kent State, it's going to be one of those games that's going to give us a little bit of a breather. Kent State's not very good. It's pretty difficult to find a lot of big stuff on them. Um, They're a smaller school, and the highlight player I have for them is James Alexander. This middle linebacker had 33 tackles. He forced a fumble for a touchdown last year. And while he seems to be a bright spot on this team, unfortunately, the offense continues to struggle. With little to no passing game, this is basically no clue. I mean, they've, they've had literally no passing game since Julian Edelman. And from a great pass catcher, I mean, that's that's great that they had him, you know, but what else do they have since them or before him or anything else? I, To be honest, I can't even remember. And if they did, go ahead and send me a little update and prove me wrong, but I don't think this Kent State team is going to have any chance of beating Louisville this year. I mean, just the players that they have. Now, this is not saying this to disrespect Kent State at all. I respect Kent State and where they're going with their program, but the issue is is they have some coaching issues to answer, and I don't want to get into all that, but I'm basically all I'm going to say is that apparently a player has died on the field because of dehydration and stuff like this, so the coaching has got called into uh, question. I think there's going to be some internal issues. I I think this is going to be a blowout win, to be honest with you. But uh, the reasons to watch is unless the Golden Flashes get extremely lucky and have an offensive attack, if somehow I don't see us getting into any tough spot. Um, so I'd say just watch this game. If you want to see a pretty big blowout, I gave us, I gave them only two field goals against us. 
six to forty-five. U of L. I'm just gonna move on from that one. Murray State. Their highlight player is Jonathan Moss. Who is Jonathan Moss? Well, for your little information, Jonathan Moss is a sophomore wide receiver, and he's expected to make a major comeback this year after a decent freshman outing. For a French starter, after starting 8 of 11 games, he recorded 266 yards of offense, and this too touchdown wide receiver will be interesting to see if all the high praise by the coaching staff is deserved. They made their remarks during training camps and they believe this guy is in for a big year. The reasons to watch this game is to see if a small in-school state can score over seven points against Louisville. Seven points. I just want to see if they can, to be honest. I know, I know, I know I'm being a smart aleck, but my prediction is my most confident win, 67 points. Okay, 67 points to three. To three. I said it. Move on. NC State. Their highlight player, the big defensive back Bradley Chubb. He had 22 tackles for a loss last season, not to mention his 16 friggin' career sacks. He was named one of the top 2017 returnees, and there's a lot of hype around this year's NC State team. He is a big-time NFL draft pick in 2018, and the reasons to watch this game is that I'm going to believe it's big-time. I think this NC State game could be one of the ones where we stumble around, play around, and we've been smacking teams around, and it's time to learn a lesson. I think this is going to be a tough one. It's going to be a come-from-behind win. It's going to be crazy, and that's, in fact, my prediction. I think you should watch this because it's going to be exciting, it's going to be confusing, and we're going to get a little bit frustrated, but we're going to see us get exposed and learn a lesson. I think that Bradley Chubb will teach us that you got to protect your quarterback or he's going to get to him. This will be a come-from-behind win. I think we're going to have this come-from-behind win, and hopefully we hit the field goal. That's all I'm going to say. 31-28 to is my prediction right now for our NC State game prediction. So keep in mind, haven't lost a game yet. No games lost. Boston College, man, this one's always an interesting one because they could have a great defense and the worst offense in the whole United States of America. The highlight player I have is, of course, Harold Landry. He was a monster last year. He forced seven fumbles and 16.5 sacks last year. 16.5 sacks. And on top of all that, 51 friggin' tackles. Not to mention the 22 tackles for a loss and four pass breakups as well. The reasons to watch this game, Boston College is famous for defense, of course. And... The offense will likely have no passing game. So it should be a fun one for Jair, just standing around waiting on crap. And then, 
The defensive line will have to work quite a bit, though, because what do they do with the ball? Run, 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 run. Hopefully we can keep them from getting third downs like last year. Let's keep them from getting third downs, and I say my prediction is a blowout win. Yay, another one, 44-10. Man, I got a lot of blowouts scheduled this year, and I really hope I'm not disrespecting teams too much because it seems like we get to this kind of middle of the season we start disrespecting teams a little bit having to make these comeback wins and this and that and you know this could be one of those comeback wins and this is why I do a pregame and not just the whole schedule highlights of each team and what I think is going to happen because these pregame previews I could be like well I don't think that's going to be a win anymore or this or I think that's going to be a very close game and so I can kind of go back on what I say a little bit during this one, but take everything I say with a little bit of a grain of salt, but you know, Boston College, great defense, bad offense every year. Florida State. Florida friggin' State. They're gonna be great. They're gonna be a monster in the ACC this year, and trust me, they're gonna be ready for the Ville. This team got embarrassed last year. The defense will be way better than Boston College. This offense will be very interesting, but fine with Jacquees Patrick at running back, who should be very exciting. My highlight player is Derwin James. In many rankings, he's a top five college football safety slash player. And some polls, he's literally top five players. He is coming off an injury as well. He has he says he's feeling 100% and I feel like he will be amazing this year. Um he is on a top 3 defense and probably the best defensive player on it. So he's probably one of the best defensive players in the nation, I would say. Reasons to watch this game is because it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be close, it's going to be exciting, and it's going to be what everybody saw in the Clemson game last year minus the quarterback battle. I don't think DeAndre Francois is quite at Deshaun Watson's level his sophomore year. Sorry, guys. But I think that the defense will be so aggressive and so on top of Lamar that he is going to have, honestly, the toughest time of the season scoring against these guys. My prediction is the first loss of the season. Sorry, but that defense is great. I hope I'm wrong, but we need to learn a lesson sometime in the middle of the season and better to lose to a great team than a Kent State. I mean, that's really going to bog your record down, especially if we want a chance at cracking that college football playoff. And I have it a 30-point to Louisville 21-point loss. Okay, next up, Wake Forest. Now, Wake is going to be one of those teams that has a quarterback, and you're just kind of wondering what else they got. So I'm going to highlight their quarterback, and I'll get back to you on what else they got when I do the pregame for this team. John Walford, quarterback. He's a pocket passer. He's got a good ball. He rushed for quite a bit last year with 521 rushing yards. There was some uncertainty at the beginning of the year between Wolford and Kendall Hinton. And the starter ended up winning out at 
Hinton. That's interesting because listen to this. Hinton got injured. Wolford come on the field and he impressed them. With the remaining 11 games he started and he had 1,774 yards of passing. 15 touchdowns with 9 passing and 6 rushing. If you remember last year's game, it's quite interesting. Louisville until Brandon Radcliffe kicked it into gear, was down. But then we came back, bounce back, bounce back, bounce back to that 44-point win. He is more than just a pro-style threat. He can rush the ball. I I say he's a pro-style quarterback, but this guy seems to be kind of like the total package in a much less quantity He's got a little bit of that running ability that Lamar has, but he's way, way less. But he, he's shown some ability to score with his legs. Uh, my prediction for this one is a Louisville win, 50-21. to 21. Bouncing back from that Florida State vicious loss. Virginia. My highlight player for Virginia will be Andre Levron. This wide receiver is very interesting. Do you value a senior that has rarely seen the field? Well, this guy has. And according to others, UVA coaching staff absolutely values him. They think he's going to be a big guy and have a big season. Honestly, because of his stamina and not being a consistent starter, I don't have him ranked very high. I don't think he's going to do that great, and I don't think he's going to be that impressive. But you never know. He could have a huge season. and But at the same time, if you haven't been on the field very much, you're not going to really be able to run the distance, I don't think. But we may see a major difference. I may be totally wrong. And by the time I do this review for this team, uh, they could be absolutely wonderful. So... I'll just go to my reasons to watch. Last year, this was Lamar's clutch throw to Mr. Big Play himself, Jalen Smith. And Jalen should have a great year, by the way, if you're looking for good up-and-comers. And it might just have to happen again. If Virginia tries to slow the game down like they do in basketball, isn't that annoying? Louisville has to stop the first down. But if they can't, it's looking kind of interesting and kind of wobbly, and we're going to have to score quite a bit. We might just have to make that clutch throw to Jalen Smith or Seth Dawkins. Ooh, highlight player right there, Seth Dawkins. Low-key. Okay, we may just have to make that highlight play, but I don't think we will. So my prediction is 35-14 to 14 Louisville wins. Moving on to Sharakush. Sharakush. The Orange. They have an offensive tackle that I have made their highlight player. Of course an offensive tackle. Why not? Because in Quadir White, maybe something new will help the Orange. And that's the problem right here. When you start off talking about a kid that hasn't even officially enrolled in classes or is a starter on this team, you're kind of wondering what's going to happen. He's not even officially on the freaking roster. Okay? We don't even know what's going to happen. Eh, but Quadir White 
seems to think he's got it. I've watched some of Quid- Quadir White, and he's completely dominated that offensive line. I mean, he is a beast. He's going to protect the quarterback. The issue is, can the quarterback do anything with the ball? Can the wide receivers do anything when they catch the ball? And can the running back do anything when he gets the ball handed off to him? That'll be the issue. It won't be the line, because this guy should take over. It'll be the guys trying to protect those more skilled players. Now, Syracuse has not been good. You know, honestly... They lost to Notre Dame. Four-win Notre Dame. This is the same team that actually came out and beat Virginia Tech. (laughs) Now, if you want to say Virginia Tech's great, oh, that's okay. Because they they lost to Georgia Tech. You remember them? Oh, they're more one-dimensional than this this team's defensive coordinator. And that is a fact. Now, I'm just going to give you a reason to watch this. Can I just say that I love it when we play the Orange? I mean, something great seems to happen to Louisville whenever they play Syracuse. Wonder if they're ready for another Lamar Leap. You remember that one? Yeah, everybody does. The Heisman moment. And then Syracuse is going to have to not only deal with that Lamar freaking situation, they're going to have to deal with our defense. James Hearns and Travion Young rushing at that quarterback will co- Deer can't block both at the same time. So, looks like one of them's getting to him, and it's going to get, I think it's going to get ugly. Big time win, big time players, 60 to 10. U of L takes it. Okay, the moment you've all been waiting for. Yes, the Kentucky Wildcats. Oh boy, I'm so excited. The highlight player, hmm. How about Dorian Baker? Oh, wait, he's injured. Uh, Drew Barker? No, he's injured as well. Who else should we put on this list? UK is pretty much a mystery, to be honest. At this point, I mean, honestly, they do have a running back in Benny Snell who has figured out how to catch the football and run with it. Oh, wow. Which has, it's been absolutely surprising to see, considering recent history as the Kentucky football program, I guess I'd have to give it to Snell. As far as the highlight player, the closest thing that they've had to Snell in success is Randall Cobb. And he's not even close to Cobb's level, who plays for the Green Bay Packers at slot position right now. On account for all these teams lacking and everything else, This year should be a blowout. Honestly, every year should be a blowout with the quality recruits, skill players, and everything that Louisville has to offer. But UK somehow makes it interesting every year, whether it's in the wrong way or the right way. We always get fired up, we never like each other, and the fan bases always hate each other. And this game is one the players really embrace the culture of the fan base. It's nice to see. Louisville actually is not leading in the series, but in recent history, since 2000, we've won 11-6 versus the Kentucky Wildcats. But the all-time lead is 15-14. Would have been nice to make that in our favor last year, but we'll have a chance to even it up this year. Now, 
do you think Louisville will come back with a little bit of revenge, a little bad taste, a little salt in their mouth this year against Kentucky? I hope so. Because this will be the one where we finish it off. This will be the one where we explode and everybody sees how we took over the ACC and all the teams surrounding us, not just Clemson or not just Kent State, the little guys, or, you know, and not saying that Clemson's a little guy. They just don't have Deshaun this year. This will be one where it says it's a rivalry game. This one's been a little bit close in the past. They actually beat them last year, and they just dominate them this year. Because I think this year we're going to have a chip on our shoulder. My prediction for this game, I think Louisville will win this one, and in a big way. I think it's going to be 55-7. to Drop the mic. Kentucky's losing. Go Cards, L1C4. Let's blow them out this year. I feel great about it. And on top of that, you know what? If they get seven, it'll be because our backups are in, okay? I'm not going to give them a chance to score. What, they got a running back? So? They got a dual-threat quarterback? What am I scared of? Nothing new there. We've got a dual-threat quarterback, but the only difference is you can't shut this man down. They tried to show that last year. Guess what happened? He he pretty much face-guarded everybody and ran in the end zone. So you can't say all this stuff. You can't say this about Louisville because he's going to pass the football now. How are you going to guard against essentially a great, great dual-threat quarterback? I think this year we may just have a two-time Heisman Trophy winner on our hands here in Lamar Jackson, which would be crazy because he's our first-ever Heisman winner. Imagine if he got it two times in a row. That's called more than dominance. That's exceeding every expectation in the freaking country. You know why? Because everybody's like, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. Who the crap cares about Sam Darnold? I care about Lamar Jackson, and that's it. You want to give me somebody that matters? Okay. But I want to I, w- I really want to see a quarterback matchup between USC and Louisville in this college football playoff to finally shut all the commentators down and shut them all up. I want to see us blow Sam freaking Darnold out. And I I really think this team will have a chip on its shoulder. Everybody's underestimating them and I think it's time for us to take over. And that's it. That's all I got. The season preview, the regular season schedule, that's it. That's all I can give you. Please follow me on Louisville Legends on Twitter and then Louisville Legends Podcast on Facebook. That means a whole lot when you follow my pages. And when you leave comments, please, please, please listen to this podcast. And when you listen to it, leave a little review. Or a star, tell your friends, tell anybody about this. This is awesome. I love this. I love doing this, and I want to continue doing this. So please share, subscribe, and please leave those little ratings and a comment. Thanks. This is it for the Louisville Legends Podcast. Robin Meredith, signing off. Never thought we'd be here. Now that's amazing. My whole crew and here we are. Okay, we made it, cause we ain't playing.